0: New Year's, Gareth. Uh,
1: New Year's is great. Had a lovely time. I uh, my breakfast today is chocolate. You know the uh, Cadbury's sock. Just that chocolate that looks like the a Cadbury's sock. Yeah, like a multi pack that looks like a. Oh, that looks like a stocking. That's it. <laughs> I should have used the word stocking, not sock. But you know, <laughs> you, you get me. And I've had a double decker, and I've had. A dairy milk for breakfast, because it's that—that's what happened, isn't it? Before you go back to work, You've got to get uh, rid of it.
0: Yeah, in between Christmas, New Year, it's just like screw my body. Yeah, I'm going to eat what I want, and that is mainly chocolate.
1: And I sound as though I've had far too much to eat and drink as well. You know, that slightly deeper voice?
0: Well, I know what you mean with drink, but I've never had that with food. Well, just overconsuming
1: maybe is what I mean. Right. I've overconsumed. I sound like I have, and I still am, because I've just had a dairy milk for breakfast.
0: Have you overconsumed film content over the Christmas period? I
1: have, you know, I've done quite well. I, I well, not just film, I finished Andor a couple of days ago. Nice meeting. And, you know, TV, you got to put some time in, haven't you? So that's taken over the majority of my time. But I've also watched some TV scheduled film. I love a good scheduled film. We both did the same thing, didn't we? We woke up to Ghostbusters the other day. Yeah. Had a mm-hmm. had a
0: Christmas nap. But I think you stuck it out, didn't you? Whereas I mm. didn't watch it all. I watched the, like, the first half of it.
1: Yeah, stuck it out because I was just sat there waking up. And, you know, it's a good thing to wake up to. Yeah. But yeah oh, I've, absolutely.
0: I think I've done over
1: 20 this month, which is rare for me. Uh-huh. And, but I don't think we're going to get, I, I, my last film of the year is Face Off. Is that a good fill, last film of the year?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Face Off, so why not? The bit where the faces
1: are off is weird, but apart
0: from that. Yeah. You were saying you found it a bit weird, but, but I, you know, I loved it. But that's the point of it, isn't it? What was your last film of the year? Avatar, The Way of Water. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. I went to watch it again.
1: That'll be, I'll come and play some on it, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't but, like uh, what. From all your I, all, all, well, all I'll say is that I now officially hate 3D. I will not be opting to watch anything in 3D again. I don't because think this just
1: anything will be released in 3D apart from that, really.
0: Probably not. I don't know whether James Cameron thinks this will reignite. The love for 3D that there never was. But
1: Mario, there's a trailer in there. There's a few trailers in 3D beforehand. Mario was one of them I saw. Oh, so that right. might be released in 3D, but I don't mind it. I look like a fool because I'm wearing glasses as well. So I, I double glass.
0: Sure. But they've changed the glasses now, haven't they? Are to they? fit over people who wear glasses. Or well, they did at the one I went to.
1: I they were like big, thick ones. I took my ones that I had previously. I see. So I still look an idiot.
0: See, we when I watched it in three D, it was in the IMAX, and when I put the glass, we put the glasses on, and the right lens was like blacked out, like we couldn't see anything. Oh, we were like, these are broken.
1: <clears throat> yeah,
0: and then we were like, should we say something? They must be broken. Me and Grum Swats, they were exactly the same. We were like, yeah, we must have some faulty ones. And then we saw loads of people getting up with their glasses and stuff. And then someone went, the glasses won't work until the film starts. <laughs> so everyone was doing the same thing. But they honestly, they look like you just, when the film started, you wouldn't be able to see anything. But I, somehow they work.
1: I wonder whether then if you'd have worn the normal glasses from before, you might have had a better experience because mine are fine.
0: Maybe. It wasn't so much the 3D, like the glasses were bad or anything like that. It was just... I think part of it was being on front row. 3D is a lot to take in when you're on the front row. <laughs> yeah. In an IMAX yeah. screen. Yeah. Um, I was like, where the hell do I look? But I just find it a distraction. I'm more looking at the like different layers than actually following the film. So that's why I preferred Avatar in 2D because I was more engrossed in the story uh, and was paying more attention to the finer details than focusing on this gimmick, basically.
1: Well, my favourite bit of the 3D is when... The camera was half in the water and half not. That looked really good. Mm. I thought Mm -hmm. they were nice bits. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were definitely nicer bits than others.
1: I will give 2D Um, a go and then we'll see whether I agree or not. But see what you think. But, But I don't think it's going to be too much to worry about for you. I don't think you're going to have, you're not going to not be able to watch a film in 2D. No. You know what I mean?
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But that and Glass Onion are the last films that we've both watched that have come out in 2022. To round off a year, well, I mean, let's just talk about our years in film. What? How many films have you watched, for example, that have come out this year? That have come out this
1: year? That's a great question. I need to bring my list up. I think it's about 66 or something like that. Nice. The Devil's Number, 65. I beg your pardon, because I watched um, The Whale. At the BFI, but that's not out till next year, UK. No. So I've literally just removed that. It was 66 and I got 65. How about Wait. you?
0: I feel a little bit disgusted by my number, mm-hmm. to be honest, but it's 102. I've seen hundred, yeah, 102 films that have come out this year. I didn't think I'd... Because 2021, we were in and out of lockdowns and I watched, mm-hmm. I think, about 100 last year and I thought I'm not going to be able to sustain that when everything's back to normal and I have but I haven't watched as many just normal films as I did before so I found myself this year opting more to if I have time to watch a film I'll try and watch something new that's come out recently just because I feel Mm -hmm. like it's more relevant to the conversations I'm having to watch a film that's coming out now so Mm -hmm. I'm opting for that more I think that's why the number's so big but it is like 102, Jesus. God. Yeah. Have
1: you thought about getting out more?
0: Yeah, I have actually. Um, I don't know. I like film too much.
1: Yeah. Well, I also keep another list of films that I've never seen before. Yes, me too. Because I like to watch an old film. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, well, yours is going to be astronomical, but mine's 125.
0: Okay, nice. What's um, I haven't actually looked. Let me check. Because you always hate it that I do this. We use Letterboxd for everything film-related, really. But for my list of things I've watched that I've never seen before, I use Notes on my phone mm-hmm. because I have before I had Letterboxd. And I don't want to stop that. I quite enjoy doing it. But I have watched, let's have a look, 226. Holy shit. But that means hundred what? 124... Films I've never seen that aren't from this year,
1: and then a hundred you haven't,
0: and then one hundred and two that were out this year.
1: So that far off, really? The twenty twenty two number,
0: the twenty twenty one what last year?
1: No, I mean oh, I'm saying it's not as that far off the new film list number.
0: No, 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 not really. But yeah, so my question is: If you do, you rank those films that you've watched this year?
1: No. Um, that I haven't seen be- from that you haven't any seen year. before. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I don't. So, is there anything? Because I rank mine, so I could easily right. tell you my favorite. But is there anything that sticks out as your maybe favorite thing you've watched uh, this year? Uh, well, to give me a bit of time, what's yours? Psycho. Psycho. I mean, three big films really that I've watched this year. I've never seen Psycho. The Godfather and The Apartment. They were all films that I kind of felt ashamed that I'd never watched. Ashamed? Uh, <laughs> there's other strong, ones. Strong words. It is, but I was. There's other films in there like The Italian Job and yep. Planet of the Apes, Poltergeist, The King of Comedy. Quite a lot of these you've recommended uh, me watch, actually. Godfather 2, Donnie Brasco. I've watched loads of films this year that I haven't seen that I should have. But... Psycho just was film. That's just, is just what film should be. It was just perfect. Uh, I love horrors and thrillers and this just is the epitome of that. So I watched it and I was like, yeah, this is just, I feel like it's probably how people feel when, I mean, I think the biggest film I've never seen is Citizen Kane. And I imagine when people watch things like Citizen Kane or Shawshank Redemption is a good one people go, well, that's just the best film that ever uh-huh. was. And yeah. I think that might be my view on Psycho. That doesn't necessarily mean it's my absolute favorite, but I think it might, in my opinion, be the best film that I've ever seen. The best film you've ever seen? I think so. Wow. Yeah. That's something, isn't it? Like my favorites, are di- like I wouldn't opt to watch Psycho over my, my personal favorites, like Hunt for the Water People, Big Lebowski, In Bruges, uh, blind spotting those films I think are, uh, are different yeah because they're my favorites but I think Psycho when I was watching I was like well yeah if someone said what do you think is the I best guess, film objectively the best film of all time I'd maybe say Psycho
1: well 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 I'm I'm gonna have to lift list off some highlights I think it's so, for it is this year as well I had COVID for one week and I watched quite a lot of films that week. A lot you of loved that week in the end. Well, apart from being ill. Yeah, I yeah. did. I watched a lot of films. So um, yeah, I was going to reel some off. The Lost Daughter. That was great. Um, what else? After Love, which is really good. That's on BFI. That's, I watched that on a plane. Uh-huh. Um, the Apartment. I agree with you. That was fantastic. We've got uh, Godfather Part 2, Boiling Point. Oh, that's that's this year. Um Sonic 2. I love Sonic 2. Uh not that there's not there's a different conversation to Psycho and Sonic 2. I, I understand that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think didn't you watch um, Sonic 2 on a plane?
1: I did, yeah. It's great fun. Have you seen it? No, I've not seen it yet. Knuckles, man. Knuckles. Oh my good grief. <laughs> then we've got The Witch. That was pretty good. Watched that recently. And Sweet Smell of Success, I watched this month. That's uh, on freebie on Amazon. It's like a, I haven't watched many of these, a noir film. Not watched many noir films. No. But oh my God, it's it's an absolute classic. Sweet Smell of Success, get on it.
0: Well, there's those noir films that are like, that it kind of tried to come back in the 90s and early noughties, but never. I'm thinking things like LA Confidential. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe even like Public Enemies, but it never quite, the genre never quite came back. But yeah, I'd like to watch some more classic film noir. And I've added that to my list because you told me I'd enjoy it, so.
1: And then the last one I'm going to mention is The Prince of Egypt. Because I gave that a five star, blew me away.
0: Mm. Blew you away, wow.
1: Did blow me away. And I'd probably stick that on some sort of top list as well. Top animation, top. It's probably in my top 100. Uh-huh. Wow. So, so is, that, uh, is that up to it's, standard? I mean, you've answered everything. List? Yeah, yeah, that's a great If you've ever of, wanted to know, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so in 2022, yeah, how many films have you given a five star this Ooh, year?
1: I don't know. Let's look. One. This is not good listening. One. Uh, two. Oh. I'm counting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I gave no before. Oh, I did. One, two, three. I think
0: three. Wow, you were strict with your fives this I'm year. Strict.
1: Yeah, I'm generally pretty strict, mm-hmm. but I could have probably bumped a, up a couple based on what I'm looking at here. But yeah, three. Do you want to know which three? I'd love to. Can I well, guess? Here it comes. Uh, you can, yeah, go on.
0: Then. I mean, Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. The Batman. Yeah.
1: One more. Oh. Take your time.
0: Um, I mean, I am doing, um, you can't rush art. Jackass forever. <laughs> Jackass forever. <laughs> yeah. That's for fantastic. That. But
1: I did. I, no, I'm I know sure you love more.
0: I know you loved scream, but I don't think you five yeah. star. Oh, no. nope. You five star. Nope. Five star nope. Yeah.
1: And I should have really banshees of Vinissaren as well, but I, I need to rewatch it just to make sure.
0: Well I've rewatched it and I sustained my four. Sustained your four. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your uh,
1: how many have you done then? I've and done I'm six. Gonna, six.
0: Four that I think are like absolute nailed on five stars. And two that it was a personal reaction that I just gave it a five star. Yeah. If I think that makes sense.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Sorry but I that. mean, do you want to try and guess this six? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find your list. Here we go. I mean, they're in well, order, so you, you know. Oh, <laughs> so if I look, I know. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to stop looking. So I'm going, I've seen a few of them now. Uh, Top Gun, everything everywhere. But that wasn't mm-hmm. a five originally, was it? No it upped. So That was a five on a rewatch. Yeah. Rewatch. White Noise. The Batman. How many is that? How many have I done? Four. And how many have you got? Five, six. Six. Doctor Strange. Yeah. And You Shed a Tear. Belfast.
0: Correct, yeah. I'm not
1: I'm not letting that go for some reason.
0: Doctor Strange <laughs> Doctor Strange is the one that I've now watched that film three times. Wow. And every time I've gone back to it, I've thought I need to rewatch this because it's definitely not a five star, but I loved it. So I think originally I said it was my second favourite Marvel. I've gone back on that. I don't think it's my, it's I think fourth, fifth, but mm-hmm. I I still had a great time with it. And yeah, Belfast, it made me cry. So that's enough for me to give it a five. Really?
1: Well, for you, yeah, you're a heart of stone. Yeah.
0: But just because I it's the first, if I cried again, I don't know. But just because it's the first one, and it had such a, mm-hmm. such—I mean, if I was to think about a shot that sticks in my head from this year of cinema, I'd think about Judy Dench behind the door. That's that's the main shot that sticks in my head. Oh yeah, so, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a shot
1: I, that a shot? You say? I don't know. I don't think like that. I don't think I have. Sorry. That's all right. Next year, I'll have that in my head. I need, I need a shot for next year, but I just, when I watch things, I'm bad enough as it is with my memory. But no, it's my answer.
0: I'm looking at the list here and trying to work out what we've seen at the cinema. How many times have we been cinema together? Oh, loads. So, everything, everywhere at once. Yeah. Uh, We didn't do Doctor Strange together, did we?
1: Um, no, I went twice to see that. So maybe. Me too. Probably not though.
0: No, I think I went with Becky. Uh, Banshees of Erin. Yeah. The Menu. Yeah. Unbearable Weight and Massive Talent. That was on the day we couldn't get out of the car park. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Woman King.
1: Yeah. This is going to take a long time. I know, but we I mean... should prep this question. Jack Forever...
0: A note Wakanda Forever, Wakanda Avatar. Forever, Scream, Samatano. yeah, Barbarian.
1: The list is nigh on endless, I think. It, yeah, if, if I go to I my OG nap, I've been a
0: lot. There's 10 that we've seen together. Yeah, straight is this off. leading to a question? Not
1: really. Oh, uh, well, yes, it is, but I oh, mean, here we go.
0: uh. We kind of need to know everything. Well, we've done. That's ten. Did we see the black? Phone? No, I went on my own to watch the black phone. I went all by myself. Uh, <laughs> Halloween,
1: end. Halloween ends. Violent Night.
0: Halloween. We ends. saw. Oh, yeah, so there's that's twelve.
1: Yeah, The Northman. That was the car park yes. day as well. Yes, it was.
0: Oh, Death on the Nile and Uncharted.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So that takes us to fifteen. Ambulance?
1: Did we do ambulance together? No, I haven't seen ambulance.
0: No, who's that? I went with some. Oh, Alice Potter, maybe. Um, Fifteen. I think that might might be. Oh, where the crawdads sing. Oh Christ! <laughs> oh, and the the three five five. Yeah,
1: that
0: Jurassic was Jurassic World was. Dominion. Yeah, and then I think that's. So 18 cinema trips. That's
1: pretty good, isn't it, really?
0: Is there one that stands out your most fun or memorable cinema trip of the year?
1: Well, we did a triple header, didn't we? We did. That was pretty good because Scream was in that. What else? No, not, not, yeah, Scream was, wasn't it?
0: No, Scream was in in the double with the 355. Yeah. The triple was Uncharted, Death on the Nile. And Jackass Forever.
1: If you remove Death on the Nile from that, then that was a really good trip. Although it was a good trip anyway. But Jackass Forever stands out. Scream stands out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, Canda Forever stands out because it's a special occasion, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Although I didn't see that with you. <laughs> did I? Yeah, I did. Yeah, but we were just dif- separate yeah, parts of the just cinema. Down, we're down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jackass sticks out, doesn't it? Because we just had such a good time watching Jackass.
1: Mm, yeah. So and yeah, Barbarian that, uh, is the other one. Yes. Yeah, that's that a good really answer. Good. Mm-hmm. Because everyone was laughing. I don't think I would have laughed that much at home watching it. No. But horrors generally are so much fun to watch at the cinema, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to watch, if you can, watch horrors in the cinema. Especially and-
0: because we seem to have a similar reaction to horrors that we just laugh at the gory bits. Mm. So I think that makes... I love watching, a ho- I mean, you're like the only person who will go to the cinema to watch a horror with me because everyone hates horrors, but I love them because they create that fun reaction because they can be so stupid in a brilliant way. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Yeah. It's like escapism, isn't it? But yeah,
0: uh, definitely. Yeah.
1: Not the reason you should want to escape to go and watch a horror, but that's what, it, that's the feeling it creates because everyone's having a laugh.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent sticks in my head.
1: Yeah. I need to because, rewatch that.
0: Yeah, me too. I just remember really enjoying it, but also there was a guy on the front row that was laughing when no one else was. Do you remember that guy?
1: Mm, yeah, and he was in another screening that time. Yeah, in he, was in, he was in both, and he was just laughing at that. <laughs> and well. he was
0: laughing in the Northman as well.
1: <laughs> I was like, come on now. I liked uh, him at first, but by the time we were halfway through the Northman, I was like, come on, mate. Yeah. That, that bit wasn't funny. Give over. Give over. <laughs> but it was so loud, the Northman, that I think it drowned him out after a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Which was the one where we I'd accidentally booked the wrong day and we had to keep moving seats.
0: <laughs> I think that was the Northman. Hmm. It's whatever was- we did first of that double bill, which I'm pretty sure we did the Northman first because we knew it was going to be dark and we wanted Nicolas Cage to pick us up after. Yeah. Well, we kept...
1: Yeah, he let us in, but yeah, I had to keep me in the seats. Sorry about that.
0: That's all right. It creates for a good story, but we are hoping to do a triple bill at the start of this next year Mm -hmm. because I've not stopped thinking about it since, and it was in January. We were all year we've been going, (laughs) we need to do another triple bill. But to be fair, there's never been like the aligned, like three films to go and see that we've wanted to. We nearly did, didn't
1: we? The other week, but I think I was busy or something.
0: No, didn't we opt for food and two films instead of yeah. three films? You know. Yeah.
1: That's a good swap, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it is, absolutely. I have a question. I Isn't, can't wait. Is
1: it, this is the first question I've asked. How, how, how far are we into this thing? About 20 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I should have written some down, but here's one. You went to see your first film by yourself this year, didn't you?
0: Yes, I did. I went to see The Black Phone... Never been cinema on my own before, and not been cinema alone since. since. <laughs> How didn't enjoy it? No, I did. It's just there's always someone who's happy to go. Look, since i got my Odeon membership, yeah, a lot of people now also. I've I've managed to persuade onto the. I mean, you got one at the same time as me, right? We got one mm-hmm. straight out yeah. of lockdown. And I've mentioned it to people. My girlfriend now has an Odeon membership. My brother has an Odeon membership. Uh, one of our, two of our friends have Odeon memberships. Your partner has an Odeon membership. Mm-hmm. So there's always someone to go with. Well,
1: my problem is you have that situation where you've convinced loads of people. So you've always got someone to go with. But if my yeah. calendar doesn't align with yours, mm-hmm. I've, and my missus doesn't like to see f- as many films as I do. I go to the cinema by myself quite a lot. I don't know if that's a sad thing. If we no, had a, if right. we had a studio audience there, there'd have been a, oh, oh. Because you, you know, you always have someone and I, yeah, uh, I don't. But, uh, so I, I'm looking here, Elvis and Lightyear, went to watch by myself, a doubleheader by myself.
0: I'd uh, like to go see more by myself. Like I enjoyed the experience.
1: Well, next time we agree, I just want to turn up.
0: Well, no, don't do that to me. I don't want that. I'd rather you be there. I'm, I'm looking after you because you want to see more by no, yourself. No, I don't. <laughs> I I feel like we're missing the point now. Um. I I do, I would prefer you to be there than be on my own. So I appreciate the gesture, but actually, Turner. Pl- please don't bail on me and not tell me.
1: <laughs> that would be sad, actually.
0: Imagine That's, you sit yeah. there, I'm here and you're like, oh, well, I'm still at home. Sorry, mate. Won't be coming tonight.
1: Oh. I've done this for you. so <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas. Well, as we're doing questions, we may as well do them before we get into the genre chat, I feel like, because we've asked a couple of them already. So my next question, a film that surprised you this year, something that you watched that you maybe just weren't bothered about in advance that you were like, whoa, that was great. I loved it.
1: Came out of nowhere. Mm. We've already talked about Sonic 2, so I won't bring that up again.
0: But I think there's a small part of you when you clicked on that film that thought, "I'm going to love this. This is going to be just what I need right now." That's true.
1: So, I'm a bit like that with a lot of things. I, I tell you because I had to review it. This is a good. That's a good reason to not be too bothered, isn't it? Yeah. I had to review it. So I had to watch it anyway. Is uh, Cha Cha real smooth?
0: Mm, that was a that's real on surprise. Apple, right?
1: Yeah. And I didn't expect it to be as fun or as uplifting or as charming. I don't use the word charming very often as, as it was. And it's ended up in my own top 10 of the year. So that was a big surprise.
0: That's a and great answer.
1: Yeah. How about you?
0: Um, I think R was my biggest surprise. Just quite cause hard I had, to say that? Yeah, it is. Arr. Just because I had no idea it was happening. Yeah. Uh, so then I saw at our Odeon, it was just so popular all the time. It was always booked up. It did quite well in the box office, and I was like, hmm. And then stuck it stuck on Netflix, and I was just like engrossed. You'd think, like, a film that long that you're not that bothered about, that's not a big Hollywood film franchise blockbuster or a Scorsese epic. Even the like the Irishman, I think I did that in two sittings. Like I thought with RRR, I'll have to do two sittings of this. I'll watch half of it and then maybe finish it tomorrow. But I did it all in one because I was so engrossed in it. So that's definitely something that surprised me.
1: Well, by the time it got to me and I watched it, it's been talked about quite a lot and you were raving about it. So it wasn't as, as a surprise to me, but it still took me by surprise... Because, well, I've not watched many Bollywood films. And so the style is something that's a little bit alien to me. Yeah, It's very over the top, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. There's but I was
1: surprised exciting. by how easy that is to watch <clears throat> and how, uh, yeah, how well it was all made.
0: Well, there's so many genres to it because it's an action, adventure, romance, comedy, and then there's a musical number. It's like, there's just so much going on with it. That I just was like, this is, this is actually what cinema is meant to be all about, really. I wish I went to we watch it in the cinema. Yeah,
1: cinema, yeah. Yeah. They're, They're making a stupid. sequel, aren't
0: they? I think. Apparently so, yeah.
1: So we'll have to
0: watch r r
1: Yeah, or T-T. No, what's after R? S S S S
0: S S. S. S-S-S. S-S-S. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then on the flip side, a film that disappointed you, a film that you were excited about (coughs) and you were let down when you Mm. eventually saw it.
1: That's a good question.
0: Um,
1: I think I'm going to go with, and you're going to disagree with me here. Actually, let me just double check. There's a film I really wanted it to be good, but I had a feeling that it wasn't going to be. Does that count?
0: I feel like I know what you're going to say, so... Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, if it disappointed you, it answers the question.
1: Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. And this is a really good example this year, because trailers have been absolutely amazing this year, haven't they? They've
0: been brilliant, yeah.
1: Wakando Forever is probably my favourite trailer of the year.
0: Oh, bloody hell, yes.
1: That gave me shivers. I think that's what made... I haven't actually... I didn't say this, but I haven't cried at a film this year. And... But that trailer... Nearly made me cry. Mm. But also Jurassic World Dominion's trailer was amazing because it was almost like a planet Earth style with the dinosaurs Mm. roaming the Earth. It was all very calm. But we didn't really get that in the film. And that disappointed me. I was expecting a return to form and I didn't get it. It's just thank God for
0: Jeff Goldblum, isn't it, that film?
1: Yeah, I'd I'd say that quite a lot anyway. Um, Yeah. But especially in that film. you
0: it's a i mean that's a great answer and i was also disappointed by it but like you said you kind of preempted that it was going to be disappointing there was something about it that felt like it was too big to be good Mm -hmm. but the thing i think i'm going to go with uh, i have two (sighs) amsterdam amsterdam was like a crime comedy caper that had the biggest cast like Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Robert De Niro, Anya Taylor-Joy, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Michael Shannon, Timothy Oliphant, Rami Malek, John David Watt. Like there's no reason that that film shouldn't be just amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, If all of those great people have said yes to a script that they've read and are working with a prolific director, like there's no reason that shouldn't be good. And it was really disappointing. And... I want, I was willing it so much to be good that then when it wasn't... Uh, I left the cinema unsatisfied and that is never something you want, really.
1: I didn't see it, so I can't comment, but yeah, I've heard very disappointing things. It's on mm. Disney, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll get yeah.
1: to it one day, but if everyone's disappointed by it, what's the point?
0: Mm, it's true. I was disappointed by Elvis, but I knew I would be because it's biopics and... I love him but I I do appreciate Austin Butler he was excellent
1: he was really good yeah
0: a film that is lodged in your head that is so like just unapologetically stuck in there and will not leave since the moment you watched it you've been thinking about it
1: I can I have two answers here go for it because one was quite early on in the year and one's fairly recent so you know Mm -hmm. that might leave The one that's early on in the year was Boiling Point. Mm. That's currently on Netflix still, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And it's got Stephen Graham in it, Vinette Robinson. And it's a one-shot film. A head chef balances multiple personal and professional crises at a popular restaurant. I just, yeah, I was engrossed by the whole thing. I think the one-shot thing helps, but Stephen Graham's incredible, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And the whole ensemble were great. And I just thought it was a. Uh, yeah, it just stuck in my mind for ages because it's so intense. Yes, yeah. it was 90 minutes, perfect. They're making a TV series, aren't they? Pretty sure.
0: Yes, they are, yeah. Um, there was something about it. I don't think it, it's all going to be the one take thing, it will just be like following different members yeah, of the kitchen story.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. And I, I've seen there's a, a special edition Blu-ray somewhere. I might have to get that. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Banshees, I've been sharing. Yeah. Just because it was lovely, shot really nice. Um, I think I'll probably stick with a four star with it, but I, I've told everyone about it. Mm. And I'm making my parents watch it. So that's a good thing.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> M- mine are both four stars also. Um, mm. <clears throat> the first is Chippendale Rescue Rangers oh yeah oh yeah S- since I've watched that I've just I think that's another one I was just surprised by it, I thought it was so funny it was pretty ingenious in places it went to places I didn't think was possible on film as well really like the ugly sonic thing mm. if someone said at the beginning of the year that was I would, what like so funny and so well done so that is something that's lodged in there for sure. And then the other right, one is just... Oh, go on.
1: It's punching above its weight, isn't it? There's some yeah. things that... A few this year have been like that. They're sort of... They're doing more than they needed to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the other one that... I, I could say the menu, because I haven't... but Because that's so recent, I don't think I'd go with it because it's stuck in my head because I've watched it recently, I think. Yeah, but one I'd go with that I've not stopped thinking about is Bullet Train. Oh yeah, um, it's just like heaps of fun. And when I watched it, I was like, "This is great fun." It's not doing anything necessarily different. It's do it's it's just a great time. And because of that, I've just not stopped thinking about wanting to watch it again. You've I've got, got, it, you got it for Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, I got the Blu-ray yeah. for Christmas, so a rewatch is on the cards, and I can't wait for it.
1: I have a question.
0: I can't wait, Gareth. Gareth
1: question alert. So you, we don't, everyone buys less physical media these days. Mm. What films from this year have you got in your collection?
0: So I have Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. I have The Batman. Yeah. I have Bullet Train. And I have Top Gun Maverick.
1: Classic. They're,
0: they're, my, they're my four
1: what about you? Uh, mine are a little bit different. Yeah, yours are rogue, I, aren't they? <laughs> they're a bit rogue. What was that, that film looks- that
0: disappointed you this year?
1: <laughs> Jurassic Park <laughs> Dominion, yeah. But yeah. I, I read an article saying that the extended edition is the edition that was supposed to be released in the cinema, and at the last minute it got cut back. But uh-huh. it's been re- restored on Blu ray. So I want to watch the extended edition to see if that changes things because I, I want it to love, be
0: good. love to join you for this. Come experience. on over come yes. on over
1: we'll have a great time record it record our yeah. reactions why not know, extra content mm. and then i also got elvis one that disappointed you mm-hmm. <laughs> because um <laughs> so the missus's parents loved it and she wants to watch it so i bought it for her and i'm happy to rewatch it again and watch tom Hanks be a bit weird and then the last one so far i'm, I'm gonna add to this i think but my last one is nope which mm. for me was one of the best films of the year. Yeah. But I want to add boiling point points. I might get the old special dish. Do I get Top Gun? It's on Paramount Plus. So do I bother? I what
0: tell you, you what. Think? You need to get the Banshees of Inisherin because when we watched it, you said make sure that when that comes out on Blu-ray, you we'll it. Okay. So I'm now telling you to get it.
1: All right. I'm going to have a look if there's a special dish.
0: I'd love the menu uh, when it comes out.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good film. Do you know what? We, you know, the question's coming up later, mm. in genres, right? It's a comedy first. The menu, unletterboxed. Yeah. yeah, didn't see that. Well, movie. it's
0: nominated for awards in the comedy field at the Golden Globes. I mean, the Golden Globes is stupid anyway, right. but you're still interested in knowing what's going on there. Um, yeah, and like Anya Taylor Joy is nominated for comedy performance, and I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, it's a satirical comedy. But Anya Taylor-Joy's performance isn't a comedy one. I know that the award is best actress in a comedy, but it's still like, I feel like her performance is a dramatic performance inside of a comedy. That's when I think the awards kind of, they don't work because where do you place someone like that? I guess.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, it surprised me anyway.
0: Well, let's move into those genres, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, so we're just going to go through the genres, maybe talk about the top ones. I'll reel off a few in each genre that have that have come out and we'll just talk about which ones were maybe our favourite and maybe our least favourite, I guess. Just just yep. talk about the genre in general. But, so horror. Horror is always a good place to start. But horror, you've had uh films like nope is a horror barbarian scream well can i interject go on cuz
1: i'm i've been browsing letterboxd mm. before you came on mm-hmm. and i'm i'm going on what genre it puts first right as the genre would that be fair um yeah so nope, for example, yeah. The genres: a thriller, mystery, science fiction, horror. So thriller is first. Does that mean it's a thriller, or would you put it as a horror?
0: Well, what do you think? I mean, I I'd say nope was more of a thriller watching it, but everyone was describing it as a horror. Jordan Peele <laughs> himself was describing it as a horror. So right, I'd say it's a well. It doesn't feel like a yeah. horror, does it?
1: No, I went in thinking it was a horror because of Jordan Peele, mm. and it has horror elements. it's some of it's quite scary. Yeah, but yeah, it's probably more of a horror. I mean, a thriller.
0: I guess the nailed on horrors of the year are Scream, yeah, Barbarian, Fresh, mm-hmm. Studio 666, The Black Phone, Halloween Ends and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They're the big ones, I think.
1: Halloween Ends was a pile of garbage, wasn't it? It was shit.
0: As was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I didn't see that, but oh, oh gee, my least favorite film of the year. Wow. Uh, the Black Phone so was good. Th- that was good fun. I didn't see that either. Studio 666 is great. Like, it's a comedy horror and it's stupid and brilliant. But I mean, Scream or Barbarian, really, isn't it? It's our favourite horrors of the year. Exactly that. Scream's so, great in a more traditional fashion, but Barbarian's stretching boundaries and trying new things.
1: I probably had more fun with Scream. Yeah. like I laughed more. And it's one of those... What you call where all the characters come back legacy,
0: legacy films,
1: yeah, yeah, it's probably my that and the massive talent because that's a legacy film, really, isn't it?
0: Uh,
1: because it's all sort of his legacy, I
0: guess. So, yeah, a different take on it, but yeah, I guess, you, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, they were my favorite legacy films mm-hmm. screaming, massive talent, but then barbarian, like you say, and something different, of course, yeah, oh. Then Barbarian, yeah. So I'd go Barbarian as my favourite. Okay. Out of the two. Because, like you say, Pushing Boundaries. I've told people to watch it since. I probably... It's one of those ones I probably wouldn't watch from my parents, if I'm honest.
0: No, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Yeah,
1: because that is a factor.
0: Yeah. But Barbarian's on Disney Plus now. I'm I'm definitely going to give it a rewatch.
1: Yeah. Is that your favourite or...? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'd say Barbarian is we can we can come to the conclusion that Barbarian is Focus Film's favourite horror of the uh, of the year. Cora, Cora, with the C. Speaking of C comedy, let's talk about comedy. So we've had some of the more dramatic, satirical uh, comedies, things like White Noise and the Banshees of Inner Sharon, and the menu, and Good Luck to You Leo Grand. And then the more silly comedies, things like The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent or Weird, The Al Yankovic Story, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Jackass Forever, Bullet Train. You've also had things like uh, The Lost City was a comedy, Ticket to Paradise, a romantic comedy in there. And obviously, often now, animation's primary genre is comedy. So when you're looking at things like The Bad Guys and Turning Red and Wendell and Wild and Minions Rise of Gru, Sing 2, there was a lot of comedy in animation too. Mm. What's sticking out? So
1: highest on my list. So you're saying Massive Talent's a comedy first, is it? Uh, or seen as a co- uh, action comedy, yeah.
0: I'd, I'd say, I mean, it's on Letterboxd, it's an action first, but I'd, I'd say it's a comedy first. It's hilarious, okay.
1: don't you think? Like It is hilarious. So in that case, that would be my top uh-huh. by my list. But Jackass Forever I had a great time. Um Weird Al, it's quite low on my list, but I did enjoy it. And Ticket to Paradise I really enjoyed more than I thought. I went to the cinema to watch that with the missus, and I enjoyed it, I had a good time.
0: I am... Um- I think Weird is one of the best comedies of the year, for sure. The, the Aoyangviki one, I thought that was really funny. But yeah, Unbearable Weight, I think, is probably the because like Banshees of Inner for example, is funny in places like it does make you laugh, but I'd say it's a drama first. It's very dark, yeah. isn't it? So I, I wouldn't necessarily pick that. And things like The Menu is definitely a thriller first. Um, mm-hmm. I think White Noise is probably a comedy first. Have I seen that white noise? That yeah, have? yeah, we went to BFI to see it. Oh
1: yeah, of course. What we're saying, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's a comedy first, but yeah. Let's go with Unbearable Weight as the as the yeah, comedy.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. This is a good list already. Barbarian and Massive Talent. I
0: realise we've not good. done like the least favourite, but I don't think we need to. We don't need to discuss that. Let's not disparage. Yeah.
1: Nah. I don't think so. I no. uh, well you have said what's your bottom of your list, so I will say what my bottom of my list is. Go on. And you take that from that what you will. Secret headquarters, which is on oh, yeah, Paramount that was... Plus. No. That, was, that was rubbish. You still two starred anyway.
0: it though, didn't you? Did you? I
1: think so, yeah. I haven't given them one a year. one star this
0: year. I think I've given six or seven one stars this year.
1: Well, that's because you're
0: fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you just yeah. yeah. You just don't give two shits about anyone.
0: No, not really. Fantasy. <laughs> so fantasy, you've obviously got Marvel, if that's where you want to go, uh, with your, with Dot Strange and Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. But other fantasies that I'd say we've had this year, I would say, for example, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. My Father's Dragon, the animation. The House is a fantasy. Um, Harry Potter, the... Not Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, Black Adam, Disenchanted. I'll say that I don't think it's been a great year for fantasy.
1: I w- uh, it's been a great year for TV fantasy.
0: Yes, it has. With House of the Dragon, Rings of Power.
1: Yeah, in fact, it's probably one of the best for a while. In
0: I mean, in general, in TV, it's one of the best years of TV. I'd say a long so, yeah. time. It's and been I, I haven't
1: watched much of it. Mm. That's a whole other conversation, It is, really, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's not why we're here.
0: No. (laughs) So,
1: um, uh, I mean, RRR, is that, where's that? That's not fancy, is it? It's It's everything, isn't it? Epic.
0: It's everything. I'd say it's in action first, I think.
1: mm -hmm. Well, I'll go with Wakanda Forever for me then. Okay. Based on my list, anyway.
0: Yeah. I'd go with, I know you've not seen it, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio.
1: I'm happy with that, though, because I... I assume it's going to be incredible. So, if we want to put that at the top of the list, I'd be happy with that.
0: Okay, I mean, it's um, I d- it it's just there's something that is fantastical about it, which is making me just go, yeah. well, it has to be that because it just feels so magical and
1: stop motion, and it yeah,
0: but it's really dark. It is really dark as well. So, you know, do be prepared for it's not it's not a happy go lucky Pinocchio film. No, no, no. Science fiction. Yeah, I guess this is so everything, everywhere, all at once. Sci-fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, The Adam Project. Sci-fi. Light Year.
1: I think there's going to be a battle, Ellis. I think this is this is the one that's going to really. We're going to split. So because I, oh, an
0: Avatar is a sci-fi. Yeah. So what would you say? What? Why? What are you saying?
1: Well, I know what you're going to say, and I disagree. Right. And that's the problem here. And you're going to say everything everywhere, aren't yeah, you? Yeah,
0: I think it's absolutely the best sci-fi of the year. I, I was so, so <laughs> flipping good. <laughs> <laughs> is it a sci-fi first? Um, I mean, it's funny as well, isn't it? Maybe it's a comedy first. Let's have an adventure. 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 Wow.
1: I didn't know that was a genre, really. Adventure.
0: Mm.
1: But uh, I, I would say it's science fiction. Yeah, But i tell you what. I'll tell you why. Go on. Let's see if I can articulate it properly. I should be able to, really. I felt very claustrophobic watching it because it's so mad mm. and relentless. I think it was the relentlessness that after about 90 minutes... How long is it? It's bloody long, isn't it? Uh, it it's is 140, 140 minutes. Yeah. After about 90 minutes, I was like, this needs to either slow down or stop. So but then I it, think it's a it similar does,
0: thing doesn't like it's a trick. it's a fake out but it does stop and I think that's yeah. on purpose I think it's like building and building and building so then it makes you go wait what that's it and then it then that's when I because I was feeling the same thing I was thinking god this is mad this needs to and then when it does you're like wait but I, I want more so clearly it had a different yeah, reaction well, on me than it did you
1: yeah I didn't want more that's probably what it was when it slowed down with the rocks and stuff I was like okay well I'll, I'll just be, considering I did a contemporary degree, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be normal for a bit. And uh, that's not what it wants to be, which is fair, but it mm-hmm. wasn't for me. But I did give it four stars still. So yeah, I, I appreciate the quality of the film. But
0: I think the first time around I was similar to you. I was like, I appreciate that this is doing things that have never been done on film before, which is incredible Like to think like that. But then the second time round, I understood the laws of it all. I understood how the multiverse jumping worked. I understood all of that sort of um, the necessary exposition. So whereas the first time I was like trying to be like, right, okay, so how does this work? and How does this work? The second time round, I knew all that going in. And I just enjoyed it so much more because I was able to just enjoy the crazy and absurdness of it.
1: Okay, well, I'll rewatch it, and I'm happy for it to be top because it's. Uh, well, no, if
0: there's yeah. something else that's sticking out know. for you for sci-fi, what I mean, what I tell does? the other
1: thing that's tell the other thing that is in my mind. Mm. I'm getting a bit sick of multiverses, Ellis. I'm getting sick of it.
0: Well, why? Why is it so popular Marvel. right now?
1: Why has it become a thing?
0: I think. I don't know. Have a good answer. I gen- I genuinely have no idea because the only time it was really... I, the time I could think of it really being introduced in mainstream cinema was in Avengers Endgame when you had that scene with the Hulk and the Ancient One. Do you remember this scene? And yeah. she's like yeah. telling him, if you take a stone out, you need to put it back. I was a new timeline's created. And everyone was like, whoa, that's such a cool logic to how time travel works. And then that went on to the multiverse. I think Spider-Man made it massive. That multiverse can happen, but equally, everything everywhere at once was shot when Spider-Man came out. Like it was yeah. already shot. And well, there's a, it's a different multiverse. It's completely it's a different yeah. thing. So I and don't know why. Got, even it's so Facebook,
1: I've got a, a, a.
0: Isn't Facebook metaverse? Like, what's that called? Metaverse.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean, Marvel this year, you've probably enjoyed it more than I have, film-wise. Apart from the fact that I love Doctor Strange, you really enjoyed Thor. I enjoyed Thor, yeah. You also enjoyed Black Panther. I did enjoy Black Panther. But, um, yeah, I don't know, maybe we're just quite similar this year in our reactions to Marvel, whereas usually I would yeah. like it more. Um, yeah, true. But, um, you know, so if, you, if you're my- buckling in, you've got to get ready for the fact that this secret wars that they've announced for Marvel, Yeah, that's that's in the comics, that is full multiverse war. So it's not going away anytime soon is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I, as long as it... No other franchise has
0: nice to to a multiverse mm-hmm. again. Well, right. DC, sorry to tell you, but the Flash oh, film. Christ. That's how Michael Keaton's going back as Batman.
1: Different universe. Yeah. Pack it in, I say. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So I've got higher. Again, you're not going to agree with this, but I put Avatar higher than everything
0: everywhere. Bloody hell. Yeah, I really don't. But... Uh... I mean, my argument there gonna, would be that I, our combined scores for Avatar was seven, right? Whereas our combined scores for everything everywhere nine. It's nine?
1: Yeah, I'm happy to put it where where you want it to be. <laughs> I'm, I, I buckle quickly with these sort of things. You do. So That's new. I, you know, I just like to go on. Maybe you know?
0: you'll be like, then no, do you know what, Ellis? You need to shut pack it in. Shut up. Pack it in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll yeah, maybe I'll get a backbone next year, and I will defend my list, but I understand that it's uh it's popular, so yeah, I think that's it. this is the context, you know if you went completely left field and picked Black Adam, maybe I'd have something to say, but everything th- fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go with Black Adam funnily enough, sorry if that disappoints no. you or. You know.
1: No, no, I, you know, I was ready for the fight, but, uh, you picked everything everywhere. So it's all right.
0: Music or musical. So RRR is a big one. Got a lot of musical numbers in there. Weird, the Aljankovic movie, Elvis, Studio 666, but even something like Coda is kind of driven by music. And Sneakerella was a musical as well. But I mean, the less said about that, the better. So, I mean, RRR is the one that sticks out in in my opinion.
1: Yeah, easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. Because I'd because, say first yeah, so and much foremost
0: fun. that although it's got loads of genres, that is its maybe primary genre. What's the bit?
1: They're having that dance off in the street with that class as a musical number. That was incredible. Yeah,
0: definitely. And they have the one at the party oh, as well, don't goodness. they? The yeah. Natu
1: Natu one. That's, oh, I want to watch it again now.
0: Yeah. Oh, where am I? What a film.
1: Yeah. Hands down the best out of the musical music. Yeah. Ju- piece yeah stick it in
0: action Ev- action so yeah you've got top gun maverick is the big one you've also had the woman king which we've not spoken about at all today i don't think but then things like bullet train in there uh i mean obviously the marvel films come under action a little bit emancipation had a big action element to it violent knight the northman the gray man the 355 our favourite film of the year.
1: <laughs> Suck, I tell isn't... you what, um, The Northman disappointed me. Yeah, I didn't me. enjoy it as much yeah. as I thought I would. Mm-hmm. The Woman King was great. I really enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? Did, yeah, we did yeah. Watch oh it together, yeah, I really liked The Woman King.
0: We did watch that together. Did we?
1: I'm, I'm losing track did at we? this.
0: Yeah. Did we? Yes, yes, we definitely did. We did. Did I we? wanted
1: to put that higher on <laughs> my list really
0: Yeah that was You're one right. that stuck in You know the stuck in my head question I should have said The Woman King Because because of a reason of since I've been like Should that be higher? That like, all the time yeah. But alas it ended up 15th
1: Alas 13th for me So uh, it has to be Top
0: Gun right? Yeah it has to be It has to be It has to be It blew everyone away But The Woman King also A great time yeah, yeah. Drama. Consideration. Drama. So uh, drama. when you're looking at the drama... Oh, hang on. I've had a mare. When you look at the drama genre, you've got oh. the Banshees of Inisherin. we were saying is probably more genre, uh, more drama. Cha-Cha Real Smooth, maybe more of a drama. But then you've got things like Belfast as well. King Richard. Boiling Point. Ali and Ava. Uh, the Tragedy of Macbeth. Definitely a drama. The tender bar as well. I have a question. Go on.
1: We haven't mentioned the Batman yet. Where does that fall?
0: Ooh. I mean, uh, I'd say we... the Batman's a thriller.
1: Right. We're coming to that. Yeah. We? Yeah. And then where does war stand? Like all quiet on the Western front. Is that drama? Or is that war? Are you bringing war up? We could do
0: war. Yeah. We'll do war as its own.
1: All, all right. It's thing. Okay. Well, in that case,
0: that sells that. Thank you. You've answered my question. Not, not a problem. So dramas. I mean we've not spoken about King Richard, which was really good. And uh, the, that's the, yeah. the, the Will Smith one. Will um, Smith one, yeah. Yeah, that was I've
1: not put that in my list, you know. I thought that was last year.
0: <gasps> well, I think it was released in America last year, but UK release was this right. year.
1: Well, well. Um I loved that. King Richard is great. Yeah, it
0: was really good. But I mean I, I'm struggling to place White Noise. I don't know what genre that comes into. So I think I'm just going to leave it, leave it out. But that was brilliant. Like everyone should, it came out on the 30th of December. So it's on Netflix now. You should absolutely check White on, White Noise out. My fate, I'd say maybe Banshees is the best drama. What do you think? Yeah,
1: I'd say so. Yeah. It's, as I say, it's stuck in my head. Between that and boiling Point for me. Mm. But yeah, Banshees, I think, will appeal to a lot of people. But it's very dark. It is very. That's the only. That's, you the, keep that's going the reason back to I that. didn't give it a five star, is that it got so dark that I was like, okay, this is probably a bit too dark now. Yeah, uh, unnecessarily. I don't mind things being dark, but um, for me, it just went a tone too dark for the hop for the for
0: what it was. I feel like it's because it lost fingers fingers yeah i feel like it's because it's it lost the the comedy value the comedy part of it that's why we were like oh it's gone too dark because it it felt imbalanced yeah um war then so the tragedy macbeth i guess is a war film you mentioned all quiet on the western front emancipation definitely has its war elements is the woman king maybe more of a war film yeah yeah than it is anything else. So there's one there. Interesting. Uh, I think that maybe the greatest beer run ever is that a war film. Yeah, yeah. You know that? Have you, have you seen that? No, I didn't get around to it. It's
1: good, you know. It's good fun. It's a three. It's a classic three star. Sure.
0: But yeah, I think that's I think that's about it for war films. But you sound like all quiet on the Western Front is your is your answer here because I've not seen many war films this year. Well, now you bring Woman King into it. Mm.
1: Although All Quiet is higher up on my list. So I guess that answers that question.
0: Yeah, but sometimes one sticks in your head more for that genre than the other. It's, it's you know.
1: Could we expand it to history? History. Yeah. Because it all encompasses, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you could add Avatar to the war, really. You could, yeah. That's half. So I'm going to say, history. and then Belfast then comes into that. Yeah. And that changes the conversation, doesn't it?
0: It does. But I think, again, like the Woman King as a historical film sticks with me more. Mm. So.
1: I'm happy to go Woman King, you know.
0: Let's do it then. We've done it. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's really, it, and it, it's an important film, I'd say, for progression and all that.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like the thing, yeah, the things it did with cinema. Like, really, yeah. like, it just made it so, like, oh, you like have to watch to this on the big screen.
1: Oh, yeah, it felt, yeah, yeah,
0: it felt it like a moment. That's a good way of putting it. Thriller. Now, this has been... Thrillers have been great this year. So, you've got The Batman. You've got The Menu. yeah. You've got Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I guess Boiling Point is kind of a thriller. Nope, that we spoke spoken about. Nightmare Alley came out this year. That's, that's a thriller. Prey. Definitely a thriller and fresh. A thriller, Thirteen Lives. Don't worry, darling. Spiderhead and No Exit. Deep Water. That wasn't very good. I forgot that came out. Uh-huh. But there's your thrillers. Uh, the Batman is what we both placed highest. Oh no, you had no pyre.
1: But I, uh, the Batman, felt like it came out about twenty years ago. Yeah it feels ages since yeah. I actually watched it. You rewatched watched it recently, didn't you? Yes, I did. But I I really enjoyed it, and I gave it a five-star. So you can't... I'm happy for that to go top.
0: There we go. I, I mean, you can't if argue you, with that. If
1: that's what, if that's what you were going to put in.
0: Well, I, I, if it was just me, I'd put the Batman in. But I appreciate you liked Nope a lot more than I did.
1: Yeah, so on average, I think... Batman wins it
0: because we both gave it five yeah and I think as well like it's nailed on as a thriller whereas nope we've had troubles trying to place its genre which it's isn't a bad thing speaking. that's not like it's fine but yeah uh two more to go so next one is oh, romance so romance you've got Cha Cha Real Smooth definitely a romance good luck to you Leo Grand Coda Ali and Ava Ticket to Paradise your Christmas or mine, My Policeman, and Meet Cute. They've been the big romances of the year.
1: It's Cha Cha real smooth, hands down, yeah. for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, what? I just, good clicked luck to into you. It. You'll love that. Yeah. But yeah, Cha Cha is, I still prefer it. You clicked into it, sorry.
1: Yeah. And I remembered the, what's her name? Is it, uh, is it Lola? The Lola, girl? yeah. Dom. She was so good.
0: Yeah, Vanessa Burkhardt played her, yeah. She yeah. was excellent.
1: And Cooper Rafe was great. It was just such a great film. Yeah. Ugh, I want to watch it again. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's top for me. What
0: was the other one you said? Rio Grande. <clears throat> good luck to you, Rio Grande. Grand. This is oh, yeah. that's a similar sort of film. Like, it's a very... Con- I don't think you'll love it, purely because, like, I hope you do, and I hope I'm wrong, but... From what I've noticed, you don't love, you don't seem to love the like sort of romantic conversational films as much as I do. So things like the Before Trilogy, with Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, or Lost in Translation. When they're like romantic conversation, like more just two people talking and that's what this is. But I think the conversations are having a really interesting, like they're really interesting and nice. And there is still a story to their battle with each other. Um, (sighs) Well... I just didn't like that one. The uh, what was
1: that one? The before, before sunrise. 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 Yeah, I just you're um, not, not going to like this comment, but I thought it was a bit GCSE for me. I, you were right. But, I didn't like that comment. Yeah, but I, I'm open to conversations. I'm open to people having conversations. I, I know that,
0: but I mean, like, I, I, I just got the i, I clearly overthought it. But I thought you didn't, I think it's actually, you like Lost in Translation, right? Yeah. I think you like, you don't like before and Gwillem doesn't like Lost in Translation. And I've perhaps merged the two uh, to, cre- <laughs> to create this yeah. mega Gwilym. This
1: idea of me that I don't like that sort of film. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But
1: there's something quite theatrical about that sort of thing, isn't there? Mm. Where it's more conversational.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And I, I'm happy with that. Yeah. It just depends what the conversation is for me.
0: Yeah, but cha cha real smooth is the one we're going with. Yeah. Okay, so the last genre, which you know, arguably it's not really a genre because it has genres within it and it can still exist, but we're going to do it because it's a fun conversation to have. Animation, an animated film. I thought you were going to bring this up. So we've had. So I prepared for it. (laughs) Pixar. We've had Turning Red. Uh, we've had, on Netflix, we've had My Father's Dragon, The House, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And Apollo 10 and a Half. Oh, we've also had Lightyear from Pixar. We've had The Bad Guys, which I think that was DreamWorks. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, kind of animation, sort of. Um, Wendell and Wild, which has come from the... It wasn't Studio Liker, but it was... I think it was monkey paw productions that came out. Minions rise of grew came out as well. So we've already gone with Guillermo's for something else for fantasy. I think so. That's out the question. Is there an animation on this list that really sticks out? Well, and why is it chip and Dale?
1: I, I'm going to need your help, I think, with this because I haven't got that many animations. So I've got Chippendale. Yep. I've got Lightyear mm-hmm. and I've got Apollo 10 and a half.
0: Mm. Oh, did you not see Turning Red? Be...
1: Oh, and Turning Red. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my okay. highest rated is Lightyear, but it actually should be Chippendale. Okay. So that's a mistake, but
0: I will rectify that in a moment. Because Chippendale is obviously part animated and part, Well, but I think it counts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so.
1: But I really enjoyed Light Year. Yeah, not, yeah, it was good. Did.
0: Yeah, I liked it.
1: I like. Yeah, it had a good uh, emotional pull. But so was Turning Red. I enjoyed Turning
0: Red as well. My Father's Dragon was really nice. Uh-huh. I really liked that film. It was uh, like a hug. Like a
1: hug. The I hu- thought Turning Red was a bit like a hug. Mm.
0: The house was she- a bit of a. A uh, bit of a weird one. That was one of the earliest films I watched of 2022. Oh, yeah. Very weird, but it was good. Uh, like, I really loved it. And there was a really cool song in the credits. That's what I've written on Letterboxd.
1: Have you seen that new Stranger World? Strange World? No, not yet.
0: yet. No, but that came out this year. I am going to get around to it. It's not like me to leave a Disney film this late to watch, but just not not found the time yet. Maybe... No, it, I mean, it might become I'm, my first film I watch of 2023. Who knows? I'm going to say it's
1: not been the strongest animation year. It's not, no. And the whole Disney Plus thing is a bit of a worry, isn't it? What do you mean? Because they're just sticking it all on that.
0: Yeah. I'm like Pixar, is a bit of a nothing though. Pixar's been mugged off a little bit. I think so. But the thing is, like, they released what? Lightyear in the cinema, which is great and it did well. Yeah. But why not release Turning Red, like a film about a giant red panda, is going to get families at the cinema. Bums on seats, yeah. Like you doing? know, back in the day when they used to have big cardboard cutouts at cinemas, of the yeah, films you want, want one of them, yeah, yeah, a giant panda that would be great. People having pictures next to it.
1: So they're, you're right; they're mugging them off, yeah. and it feels like a straight DVD thing mm-hmm. now. And what happened, Pixar? What's what Disney's fault? The f-
0: what happened? Some- that's,
1: that's a good name for a blog. That what happened? What happened? Pixar. Yeah. Anyway, let's. So we'll make yeah, note of that. this year. What's your top one then? And then I'll. Uh, I and Dale. I I think yeah. if
0: if that's like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is the best animation of the year, but we've picked it for something else. So after that, it would be Chip and Dale or My Father's Dragon. So I think if we're counting Chippendale as an animation. I'd say so. Yeah. that Then that it is. So we've gone for horror, barbarian. Comedy, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Fantasy, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Sci-fi, everything, everywhere, all at once. Action, Top Gun Maverick. Drama, the Banshees of Inner History, the Woman King. Thriller, the Batman. Animation, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Music, Musical, R, Romance, Cha-Cha Real Smooth.
1: That's a good list, you know, Alice. That's a good list. And
0: six of those films appeared on our top 10 films of the year voted for by Focus Film. So four of them didn't. So we can find out the order and find out what four uh, were also on that top 10. In just a moment, that list was com- compiled by myself and Gareth, plus Ollie and Becky, the other two writers, at Focus Film plus Gwillem from Talk About. We've combined Focus Film and Talk About to create this top 10 list. We all made a top 20, and from that, I worked out what appeared the most and what appeared the highest, and we put them together using average scores. So, should we just go through that top 10? Let's bang it out. 10th place, RRR, directed by SS Rajamouli. It's on Netflix. We've spoke about RRR in this. It's action, it's romance, it's adventure, it's comedy, it's revenge, it's musical, it's a thriller.
1: Don't let the runtime put you off. No, just hit play. Yeah, do it in stages if you need to, but I guarantee you won't.
0: Mm. Ninth place? That's all I have to say. Nope. One of Gareth's favourites of the year, directed by Jordan Peele, the third in his trilogy of psychological horrors that he's done. He did Get Out, he did Us... And now, nope, don't be put off by the runs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, yeah, it's great. Um, you'll have a great time. It's fun and it's not as good as Get Out, but that's probably one of the best films of all time now. Regardless, it stands neatly in his uh, Jordan Peele's film catalogue.
0: Yes. Eighth place, despite me having it in my top 10 and five starring it, I think a surprise entry to the list, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, directed by Sam Raimi, a new Marvel film. It's great. It's uh, When you think about it on reflection, it's more mad than you remember it being. I think the biggest problem for people at the time was like, it should have been crazier. It came out when everything, everyone, all at once did. People wanted more crazy but we had five Doctor Strangers. We had a Psycho Scarlet Witch. We had an Illuminati. It, it was pretty mad. And I think it was directed expertly.
1: Are you happy with me chipping in? Yeah. And having the last word on all of
0: these Yes, Yes. It's perfect.
1: My last word on this is, if you get rid of the third eye, then it's a five star.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> Next. Wow. <laughs> Seventh. <laughs> Cha-cha real smooth. Directed by Cooper Rafe, it's on Apple TV+. Plus. We've said it already, it's lovely. Gareth said charming, uh, and I would agree.
1: Yeah, it's worth Apple TV in itself. Apple TV is the streamer. Although, I, I, this is a separate conversation that I'm bringing up in the middle of all this, if you're happy for me to. I'm calling Netflix the the best film streamer of the year. Netflix? Netflix. Think so what?
0: It. What's giving you that? You know,
1: white noise, yeah. glass onion. Yeah. Uh, oh, I should have prepared for this. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> boiling point. Mm-hmm. All quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. Hustle, which we haven't talked about, which is really, really yeah, good. Hustle's great. Do, do you want me to go on the wonder? Yeah, which is you're, really you're giving
0: you're giving answers. This is good. R R Oh, well. I know it had cinema, but so, you know, if you want to add another
1: thing to the genre's best streamer of the year for me, Netflix, it's a surprise to me. But when I thought about it, it's Netflix.
0: I think that's fair. That's fair for enough. For filming. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, I think you're right. But we've both said our favorite streamer ever is Fast Becoming Apple TV. Yes. But
1: yeah.
0: I would absolutely agree this year in particular. Chip and Dale was Netflix. I think they've oh, just was had a, a Stella. Yeah. Or was it Disney? Uh, it might have been Disney. Mm. But Pinocchio was Netflix. So you know. If we talk
1: about everything with TV and stuff, it might not be, but for film. Film,
0: yeah. Sixth place. Anyway. The Menu, directed by Mark Mylod. It's a Ray Fine's player, psychotic chef, who explains that everything that happens to his guests is all part of the menu. And this is just pure cinema.
1: I would say it's probably going to be easily missed by a lot of people. Mm. But yeah, it it's a classic in the making.
0: And what a burger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it now. Uh, maybe I, I'm going to guess that made you doubt your vegetarian instincts. I might be wrong, but I, you know. It made me miss it a bit. Sure. Know. Yeah. It just looks so good. I think but I have I that jumper that you're wearing. Yeah. What, right now? Yeah, I think. What does the bottom look like? The bit at the, like... I'm raising it up. No, I don't have that jumper. No. Oh, failed at the last It's day. a nice jumper, though.
1: Thanks, mate. Bit big now.
0: Fifth place. Oh, that was a, there was a little flex in there. <laughs> <laughs> bit big now. <laughs> it's been a good year for me. <laughs> it has. Yeah. It has. <laughs> Fifth place, Glass Onion, which, um, I mean, I'm glad to see it on here, but I'm surprised because it literally came out last week. Um, but it sees Benoit Blanc, played by Daniel Craig, return for another murder mystery, directed by Ryan Johnson. Not as good as the first, but still a lot of fun nonetheless.
1: Yeah, maybe it's a little bit of uh, recent, there's a word for it, but that sort of thing where you think of the more recent things as you top. Mm. But still, I had a great, really good time.
0: It's not had to survive the longevity factor of it, has it?
1: Yeah, like the Batman, for example. Yeah.
0: Fourth, the Banshees of Inner Sherin, directed by Martin McDonough. Again, I was surprised to see it purely because I knew me and Gareth loved it. I wasn't sure how the rest of the team were going to were going to vote, but here it is, and it's funny, it's dark, it's thrilling, it's lovely to look at, and there's a donkey.
1: I don't think I need to add anything to that because <laughs> you have said the donkey, but I'd say it's touching.
0: Yes, mm. that's what I'd add. Third, The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves. So it did stand the test of time. It did last. And this is a long one. Again, don't be put off by the runtime. It is dark. Uh, It's darker than the Nolan trilogy went with the Batman films. But it is great. And it's kind of got a murder mystery kind of appeal to it. You're trying to work out and solve things with the Batman, solve riddles, which is a lot of fun.
1: Balls to the wall action. Mm. (laughs) And mystery, yeah, it's really good. And I saw on Twitter some saying some of their favorite shots of the year are still from this. Yes, that upside down one. shot. Yeah, and there's one where he's going through water,
0: and it's red, and it's from above. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. So I do think about shots. Maybe I do. You do. But also, I think I think I wrote it on the blog. But this is just confident. It just knows what it was going to be and you either like it or you don't. And I love that. Nice. Yeah, Similarly, yeah. so was Everything Everywhere all at once at second. Gareth may not have liked it as much as the rest of us. That doesn't mean he didn't like it. Just, you know, you didn't. did it make True. your top 20? It didn't, did it? No. But but I appreciate the craft. Yeah, it's there's no doubting it did what it wanted to do. And again, you'll either like it or you won't. I mean, when you look at the picture... That I've put on the blog, there's a picture of Michelle Yeoh with a googly eye on her head, which is more realistic. She looks like she's mid-yawn, can I add that? <laughs> she does actually, yeah. Or about to sneeze. Yeah, one of the yeah. two. But that eye is more realistic than the one Dot Strange has in all universe, uh, I think maps. it is, yeah. But then there's a picture of a rock with googly eyes on it. There's Michelle Yeoh with sausage fingers and there's a raccoon. So that just shows how batshit insane this this film is. Agreed. Do you think this is the wildest, craziest release of the year?
1: Wildest? Yeah, like the one yeah. that
0: was like, well, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I, because even when it came out, they were saying this is mad. Yeah. So you knew going in, mm-hmm. but I didn't, even so, I was like, bloody hell, what's going on? Yeah. I think that's that was its downfall for me, but then I need to rewatch it and I'll let you know.
0: Mm. I can't wait to hear Honourable mentions, things that got close. I've had White Noise as my highest that didn't make the list, which again, it's just too late of a release to have on this list, but go and see it. Gareth, you had Boiling Point.
1: Yeah. Uh, Quite an early watch again, so it's lasted the test of time. Mm -hmm. And it's not really moved from where it was. It's uh, incredible.
0: Becky had Don't Worry Darling, one that I, I mean, I liked, I didn't love it, but... I think it was that sort of seeing, like Florence Pugh is one of the best in the business. So if a performance yeah, can, I think the performance captured her and if a performance can capture and grab you, then sometimes that's enough, isn't it? Have you seen The Wonder? Not yet, no. Have you? Uh,
1: yeah, I really do recommend it. Oh, really? She's sensational in it.
0: I think Becky had it on her top 20, actually. Yeah.
1: Uh, she, yeah, she's icon. an icon.
0: Ollie had Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which I, like, I fully back that. Um, it's on Roku, isn't it? Yes. Roku. Roku. I haven't stopped laughing about the little bit I wrote for Weird Al Yankovic, and it's not even that funny, but I put a hilarious parody of a biopic about the King of Parodies starring said parody king parodying the manager stereotype. I felt, Did you just read that, or do you have it in your head? That's what I read. I No, I I read it, yeah but i feel, <laughs> I feel like uh I feel like weird Al himself would be happy with that description yeah he would yeah uh Gwilliam had good luck to you Leo Grand he loved that one uh, and it's it's Emma Thompson being brilliant it's all like'll describe that film as if you like Emma Thompson, you will love this film
1: I love Emma Thompson
0: you'll like this film then
1: with my whole heart
0: number one there's no doubt directed by Joseph Kaczynski Top Gun Maverick. I think it's
1: fair to say as well. A lot of people, if anyone who's listening to this has probably seen it. Out of all the top ten, this is the yeah. This is the one in it.
0: Well, it's the highest grossing of the year, um, or it was last time I checked. So most people have seen it. But yeah, it's just again similar to what I said about the menu. It's just pure cinema. I think I said in my so, initial review, like, there's no way I can like can't give this a five star. I'd be contradicting everything I love about cinema
1: it so easily could have been a Jurassic Park Dominion couldn't it yeah it could have easily but they had
0: you knew it was going to be good because they kept pushing it back like even when cinemas were open again they were like no we need to wait still because we want everyone to be there
1: yeah and Tom Cruise I think I don't know where I read it but he's one of the hardest working actors
0: I love that man yeah
1: and he's so passionate about uh, film and audiences mm. and just having a good time. Well, the stuff I've seen for the new Mission Impossible stuff, it looks insane. Yeah, it looks mad. And I just feel like he's crescendoing his career Yeah, at the minute. Uh-huh. And that's, what, that's his aim. He's becoming,
0: like. like there's sometimes a, an actor, will, like, I think Tom Hanks in the like late 90s, early noughties, that phrase uh-huh. you used so wonderfully, crescendoed his career. Like he just blossomed into like doing great film after great film after great film. And I think that's what Tom Cruise is. I'll be really intrigued to see what he does when the mission, because he's doing two more Mission Impossible films and the franchise yeah. is done. So I'll be really intrigued to see what he does after that.
1: And I where think he he'll goes, call
0: Nick. it. Do you? Action wise, at least. I think he'll do something wild, like go to, because like he's in Tropic Thunder and he's really funny in Tropic Thunder. So maybe he'll go and do some wild comedies or something. Yeah, I don't think he'll call it. Surely not.
1: Well, call action. I don't think he called time on right. action film. Maybe, yeah.
0: Because what what's left to do? Yeah, not a lot. He's. I mean, he's done it. Yeah, unless he thank like you does you a for
1: people watching Top Gun. He jumped out of a plane <laughs> and he filmed it. See that on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Like, oh cheers for coming. To the <laughs> yeah. I'll just probably should put my parachute open
0: now. I'll just jump. All right, cheers, Top But like. Maybe he'll do a space film where he actually goes to space. That would be cool.
1: That's the that's the final frontier, that, isn't it? Yeah,
0: that's that's the I yeah.
1: didn't, Did you? I didn't mean to be so good at that no, pun there. Yeah,
0: but I'll pardon it. But there you go, Top Gun finishing top, our favourite film, the best film of twenty twenty two, and I don't think there's many people that can doubt that. Like I think you'll be like, oh yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, similar to last year when Dune topped the list. Which question? Yeah. Dune or Top Gun, which do you prefer? Uh
1: oh, that's a difficult question. Sorry about that. I'm gonna probably say add more fun with Top Gun. Top Gun. You?
0: I would say Top Gun. I think Top Gun might be in my top ten films of the 21st century.
1: Wow. And my other question on this, based on that, Uh and you feel free to say no, do those two films go on our board? Wow. Does the top film of every year go on the board?
0: Maybe. Yeah. I think that might be fair enough. Okay. So let's, let's add them then. So let's start with Dune. So we know it's better than loads of them. Is it better than Gladiator? Yeah. Social Network. Uh, yeah it's better than Banshees of Inner Sharon yeah The Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> yeah The Dark Knight I'd say mm-hmm. it slots in there
1: yeah slots in at second
0: so then Top Gun this next one is interesting yeah so Top Gun's than better June. than June but, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say it is below Dark Knight, but it's close. We're going to find something that's
1: better than Dark Knight. We are I going to find you.
0: something that's better than Dark Knight.
1: Because it can't be it, otherwise we may as well stop.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's films I prefer to Dark Knight and there's films you prefer to Dark Knight, so there will eventually be something that we both agree is better.
1: But, okay, we'll put it in second. Okay. Well... So I have a question and it might be the final question. I don't know. I can't wait. You might have this on your list.
0: No, I'm out. I'm I'm all done. Okay. Final question.
1: 2022 is complete. We've done it. We're at the end of the 22, 22 road (laughs) from the start to the end. Like for me, a few months in, I thought this is going to be a bit of a write off of a cinema year. But actually, it's ended up really, really good. What were your expectations going in? And what is your evaluation of the year at the end? Now we're here.
0: I had high expectations because 2021, because of COVID, was the year of blockbusters and big films that had been pushed back. And I thought 2022 would come along and it would be the smaller films that studios and cinemas didn't trust straight after a pandemic. And I think when you look at the list, that's fair to say, like with Everything Everywhere All at Once and Belfast and Banshees and The Menu, there's a lot of films in there that were more independent or just smaller films uh, that weren't sequels to anything or legacy films to anything. So, but I think, I think streaming's been brilliant this year and I think cinema's been brilliant this year. So my expectations going in, why? One thing I'd say is that I think like, not to get preachy, but looking at the list, a lot of the films have a white male lead. Uh, there's a lot of male directors. I think I worked out like it's, some, it's 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 a really ridiculous stat. It's something like 14 of directors are women, which is the same as last year. So it's the same amount of women directors on my list of films that I've watched as they were last year so there's things like that that I think could have been done better representation could have been better um in 2022 but I've been satisfied with the films I've seen I think it's been a good year was there another part to that question no that was it that was the question what about you anything to add to that
1: well, in reaction to that, yeah, is that because it's our list? I, I think, think so. Maybe, it? yeah, yeah. Maybe we need to do more work on but, our own representation.
0: But like, if it's if I look at twenty twenty one, yeah, uh, and my top ten, um, there's things in there like "The Harder They Fall," with a black uh-huh. director and black leading roles. Promising young woman by a woman director, um, Black Bear like Candyman there's a there's a lot more for representation in my top 10 of 2021 than there is in my top 10 of 2022 and yeah that might be someone else might say what what you talking about you're wrong because look at the films I've seen which like totally fair enough but that's just what I'm seeing looking at the films I've seen basically
1: yeah I hear you
0: Mm -hmm. and and as well mm, do you think your top 10 of this year is better than your top 10 of last year Like, I think I gave one star. No, I gave exactly the same amount of five stars this year as I did last year.
1: I'm going over to my list. Uh, Where is it? So I do agree with you. I was just, um, I guess I was playing devil's Mm. advocate there. But um, my 2021 list, yeah, was more diverse. Mm -hmm. Because I had Sound of Metal, Minari. Uh, Green Knight mm-hmm. last year in the Heights. So, looking at my list last year, it was a lot of um, yeah, not as many big blockbusters apart from Dune. We had like another round, a lot of uh, interesting stories. Whereas this year, not that they weren't interesting stories, but they're more uh, big films, so like the yeah. Batman menu, Glass Onion uh i think it's been a a great year as as i say probably about four or five months in i was looking at my top 10 like this hasn't changed since february and i can't see it changing but as we got into september there were some really good things that came out so i've had a really good time going to the cinema this year it's been some interesting stuff coming out but there's there's been some trash
0: there has been some trash to put it put it lightly
1: um I think the the diversity question, TV... Yeah, yeah, TV's been much better. Uh, And it's been a great year for TV, like we said already. Mm -hmm. But for film, it has been good. Going into 2023, I have quite high expectations. There's a lot of stuff coming out, isn't there?
0: Going into 2023, I have very high expectations.
1: And my aim, one of my goals, I told you the other day, because you we we topped this podcast with telling us each other how many films we'd watched yes and yours is, list was obscene <laughs> and I want my list to be obscene next year do you so I want it yeah well not still not as obscene you know I'm not being unrealistic By I, I want to match 200 and whatever you've watched yeah yeah but I'm going to go for 200 altogether and that's including rewatches that's my that's my plan well here's
0: a stat for you I averaged five a week yeah. So,
1: so maybe that's, that's four doable. a week
0: is what you need to get to that 200 mark.
1: That is doable. Um, we'll see, but that's my aim.
0: Yeah. Nice. Well, thanks for joining us. And thanks for joining us on this ride of the Focus Film Podcast, which is still in its early days, but we're loving it. So yeah. going into 2023, expect more. Expect more of the Focus Film Club. Expect more of the Focus Film Podcast and more guests.
1: More guests than you can shake a stick at. Um, What would they say?
0: Yeah, I think so. And we're going to try something for next year. We're going to try, but we're rubbish at recording on the spot. But we're going to try and have instant reactions to each of the films that we see together in the cinema. And then hopefully this time next year, we can play all of those to you.
1: Mm, That'd be good, like a little compilation yeah. with some music. Yes. Be nice, wouldn't it? Be lovely. <laughs> well, uh, Alice, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. And all who sail in her is what I was going to say. <laughs> and what? And all who sail in her.
0: What does that mean? You know. Um, no, I don't. That's what.
1: It was. <laughs> It's, it was a nautical uh, expression right. and uh, I messed it up and I backed out and, and then I said yeah and I thought I I can't end the podcast with and uh, yeah so I went for it and it's backfired. and what was it again? and all who <laughs> and all who sail in her it's like I can't I can't think of the first part of it now I fucked it up basically Ellis Oh,